You're listening to the Expert Insights Podcast, the home of leading cybersecurity conversations. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to the Expert Insights Podcast. I'm John Witts, Content Director here at Expert Insights. Today, I'm excited to share my recent conversation with Zeki Chiretti, Field CTO for Europe at CrowdStrike, ahead of the 2023 InfoSecurity Conference next week in London. We explored a wide range of themes, including the CrowdStrike platform, the impact of artificial intelligence, the move towards XDR and EDR, and the future of the cybersecurity threat landscape. I hope you enjoy, and as always, you can learn about these topics and more at expertinsights.com. Please enjoy our conversation with Zeki Chiretti. Zeki, thank you very much for joining us on the podcast today. We've got a broad range of topics to cover, but it'd be great if you could start just by giving us an introduction to yourself, your security background, and touching on your current role at CrowdStrike as well. Yeah, again, thank you, thank you for having me. Um, so Zeki Tiredi, I'm the field CTO for Europe here at CrowdStrike. I've been very lucky to uh, be here for about over seven and a half years now, so quite some time. Um, my security background is quite varied. I, I, I originally... Uh, was a web server manager and doing web design and then uh, very, very quickly suddenly got involved in digital forensics and uh, worked for for the police for for some time and uh, a number of law enforcement agencies. And then very quickly, digital forensics started going into the cyber world and uh, I got the uh, the love for for building technology and then uh, had a great opportunity to kind of help organizations across uh, across the world, actually, you know, building their threat intelligence capabilities, building their instant response capabilities uh, before heading into to CrowdStrike. Fantastic. So we're chatting ahead of the 2023 Security Conference in London, where CrowdStrike is, of course, exhibiting. What do you expect we'll be hearing and talking about at the show this year? And what are CrowdStrike showcasing? I have a feeling we may hear the word AI over and over again. <laughs> I don't know why, but I had that kind of uh, feeling. Maybe we should put some money on it and see uh, how, how true it comes out. But yeah, I think I think AI, definitely the biggest buzzword at the moment. And if you look at some of the other big you know, international conferences, you know, definitely vendors will talk about artificial intelligence. And I think there's a lot of truth and reality why we need to. Um, bit of re- reality, you know, AI is not something that just appeared in in the last uh, several months with ChatGPT, AI has been around for, for a very long time. And actually, the reality is artificial intelligence has been used in the security domain for, for a very long time as well, because it, it helps organizations, it helps automate, it helps do a lot of complex work very, very quickly and efficiently. But uh, yeah, I think, I think it's going to be AI. <laughs> I think that's a very safe bet. And uh, I'm going to come back to this theme of AI and specifically how CrowdStrike have, has, has been using AI and its technologies for, for a little while now. So um, we'll definitely circle back to that. Uh, but you know, sort of staying on the theme of CrowdStrike, of course, a leading global endpoint security provider protecting tens of thousands of organizations around the world. So from this sort of unique vantage point, what are you seeing as some of the major endpoint security challenges organizations are facing today? And how have endpoint security threats kind of evolved over the past few years? Yeah, I think that the biggest of evolution is the fact that we no longer sit just on the endpoint. You know, when you looked at attacks, you know, five, 10 years ago, the attacker's core focus was to get to the endpoint, you know, traverse the network, because the, the reality is the, the, the data they were looking for, the information they were looking for was on those, those endpoints. And of course, we saw kind of the evolution of um, you know cybercrime with ransomware attacks, and you know their core modus operandi you know a few years ago was about disrupting those endpoints. 
Um, but the reality again is that you know organizations got better at defending those endpoints, got you know, got worked out ways to to make it harder for attackers to get there. But we also saw ourselves change how we were using resources to power our business. So when we talked about endpoints previously, it was the the laptop we had in our bag or you know, it's the desktop in our office. It was the physical server in a data center. But if you think about how majority of organizations operate today, our op we operate through many different technologies. We now have, you know, tablet devices because, you know, that's the easiest way to just answer emails. We, we have our mobile devices. Think about how much like critical company data sits on a mobile device. You know, the amount mm -hmm. of emails you've got coming back and forth or, or communication platforms, your, your Teams, your Zooms or your Slacks on your on your on your phone and then you think about you know the huge digital transformation projects that organizations have been taking and you think about how majority of businesses today is about making sure they are resilient you know they can scale and using technologies like the cloud to do that so the biggest evolution is the fact that our, our, our organizations are no longer just about networks wires and endpoints it's it's huge amounts of workloads sitting in offices, sitting in a cloud somewhere, sitting in someone else's data centers that power our business. And every bit of those technologies, every bit of those workloads need to be protected. And one of the biggest problems you saw previously was that you had all these workloads, but each one had a completely different security tool or security posture. And the attacker today is looking for, you know, the, the path of least resistance. They don't really care, you know, what tools you've got on. They're just looking for the easiest method to get into your organization. So it's, you know, fundamentally important that today, that as we have all these workloads, all these components, that we have a security parity across the board. You know, it should be as hard to attack as at any part of our of our network. Absolutely, and we've seen a big shift towards adoption of. XDR and EDR technologies, which CrowdStrike is really dominant in that space. So, you know, in this new threat landscape, I suppose, why, why are these technologies so important in protecting against endpoint security threats? And, you know, how does that tie into some of the advantages of CrowdStrike's security platform? Yeah, I think it goes back down to talking about all those different components that now make our, our network. And you think about, you know, our cloud technologies, our, our email, our mobile devices, you know, maybe we've got some IoT involved in our network. Each one of those needs to be protected because they are part of our business, but they also have quite a lot of interesting data being generated from them as well. And, you know, when we talk about XDR, it's about using every piece of information that we're, we're, we're generating, you know, every piece of telemetry we're generating to identify security threats. And it's about making sure we're using the data not in silos, but able to use, you know, modern technologies like AI, um, using, you know, large scale analytics, you know, um, to look at all this data and go, hey, I, I think something suspicious is happening over here. And, oh wait, I've got some more data that's been collected on my email system, on my endpoint, on my identity. And maybe, you know, if when we collect that information and put it together, we can start saying, actually, this is suspicious, this is bad, we need to react and respond quickly. You know, historically, that data would have just been siloed or even in some cases not even looked at. So it's about if we've got the data, we need to make use of it because that data can actually help us identify threats quicker, more effectively um, before it's too late. And that's really about you know, the evolution of XDR. 
Yeah, absolutely. And 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 that really does tie into uh, these AI technologies, as you mentioned. We've been hearing a lot about the impact that AI could have on security risk, you know, particularly phishing. Uh, that, that's something that we've heard a lot about. Uh, but CrowdStrike, of course, been using AI for many years in its solutions to improve endpoint protection, uh, reducing false positives, catching those emerging endpoint threats. Uh, I wonder if you could talk a little bit about that approach and also how you think AI and ML tech will continue to evolve in the security landscape and you know what impact you, you, you could see it having. Uh, yeah, I think I think we have to remember it's not like there's not one AI to rule them all. You know, when we talk about AI, we're talking about, you know, hundreds and hundreds of different, you know, models being created for very specific jobs. Um, but I think we're at this uh, stage now where we can really reap the reward. You know, you think about the attack velocity that organizations um, are, are seeing is, is ridiculous. Even for small organizations that five years ago, maybe they'll have one incident a month, you know, they could be dealing with hundreds a day. Um, and that capacity, you know, strains resources. So we have an opportunity to use AI to be able to use those human resources in the best possible way. You know, by firstly identify those attacks before they become a problem. But there's also an upskilling challenge we have in security. Um, we need more people. We need more people able to do complex stuff. And, you know, for me, it's like, you know, I, it's an idea about, you know, how can we have like passive education? How can we utilize AI to train my junior uh, security analysts to do quite complex threat hunting? How can we use the experiences of other customers and, and, the, uh, and how they are tackling problems to then train the AI to empower those users? And I think that's where we have a great opportunity. Um, but as well as that, you know, we, we see the attackers utilizing artificial intelligence to try and create, you know, more, you know, more realistic phishing attacks um, or, you know, be able to automate, you know, polymorphic malware more, more frequently. And then the great thing about using AI to tackle AI is it's, it's very much built to, to, to deal with those problems. Absolutely. And I think on that point of the sort of skill shortages, um, that, that is one of the major challenges that we hear. You know, our readers talking about and you know that ties into i guess the wider issue as well of other economic pressures that security teams are under having to sort of do more with with less um as well as having sort of an abundance of alerts and uh, you mentioned this point already about the, all these different platforms having different tools and you know uh, possibly the idea of going for you know best of breed products in these different areas as well and that causing you know management issues across the board so one of the other ma major themes we're seeing is about consolidation uh, to help improve the management of tools and you know to help kind of meet some of those budget pressures so crowdstrike has expanded far beyond just endpoint security a recent acquisition of identity security tools for example are you seeing the trend towards consolidation in the security space and you know what are the benefits of this this approach do you sort of see it as the future yeah massively you know exactly what you mentioned you know organizations are wanting to make sure they get the most out of their investments and as well as that, they're looking to basically simplify as well. Um, it's quite complex managing multiple tools. And even if you buy from one a single vendor, that one single vendor still could be multiple technologies and they haven't actually consolidated themselves. So a platform capability, a platform security capability like CrowdStrike is actually something a lot of our customers love and see, and they want to double down their, their uh, investments on, on, on that platform as well as other organizations are looking to move away from what may be perceived to be a platform player, um, but actually go and move into a, 
like a CrowdStrike that actually is, and actually the technology is properly integrated. Um, now, the great thing about being a solution like like CrowdStrike is, you know, we we very much focus on the data. So collect the information and be able to reuse it many, many times. And that means that we can, by having a single platform deployed, a single capability, single integrations, we can consume the information, but actually provide you know, outcomes for many, many different teams. So it's not just about identifying threats on workloads. You know, it's now about, well, how, how um, is my cloud environment set up? What's my IT hygiene like? What's the kind of vulnerabilities in my environment? And these are now about delivering data and abilities proactively to not just the security team, it's now providing information to your, you know, your, your, your DevSecOps teams, your DevOps teams, your engineering teams, your infrastructure, your architect teams, your IT teams, your IT support teams, all running off the exact same platform, all where all the data has been generated. And that's where you see a lot of great outcomes, bringing all these different organizations within a within a business that normally would be completely separated using completely different tools, now all we'll be able to talk the same language and run off their their business off the same platform. My final question for you is sort of more broadly, how do you think we're likely to see the cybersecurity threat landscape evolving in, in coming years? And what steps would you be recommending organizations take now to prepare for some of those changes? Yeah, it, it comes down to the you know the maturity of these of the cyber landscape. Um, it really depends on the type of organization you are, but the reality is there's there's many different types of threat actors that could be interesting to a business. We're seeing huge amounts of uptick in you know nation state threat activity again, but also you know the huge interest in cyber activity, and the cyber underworld have become very very sophisticated and mature. Now, one of the, the biggest problems is, is the entry level for cyber uh, crime actors to start targeting organizations is very, very low. It's, it's very easy with a few Bitcoins and a bit of a, a know-how of where to look to start actually becoming a, a, you know, a cyber crime actor. You can start procuring the tools. You can even procure access into, into businesses through likes of access brokers. So it's very easy to start targeting organizations, you know, victimizing organizations and making um, quite a lot of money out of them. And that's the scary bit because that low, low barrier of entry means that it's very easy for very low sophisticated threat actors to start trying to target organizations. And we'll see, start seeing more and more of these attacks happening to organizations. And my biggest recommendation is don't wait to be attacked. It's a lot easier, it's a lot more affordable, it's a lot cheaper to actually be proactive when it comes to cyber incidents. It's very expensive, very complex, and very stressful doing so once you've actually had an incident. You never want to learn how to deal with an incident on the job. It's not the, uh, the, right, uh, the right environment. Um, so yeah, be proactive. You know, understand how to implement security, work with a partner like CrowdStrike, you know, implement technology like CrowdStrike, into your organization to be better secured. We'll also look into your processes. You know, how would you respond to an incident? How, who would you communicate? Do you, do you know what law firms you'd work with if you necessary and so forth? Well, thank you very much for your time today and thanks for joining us on the show. Thank you, Joel, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for listening to the Expert Insights Podcast. For more, please subscribe 
or visit expertinsights.com to find interviews with experts and trusted reviews of top cloud solutions.